Welcome back to the Fantasy Pros YouTube channel. My name is Derek Brown, and in today's video, we're going to talk about 10 risers and fallers in the rankings right before the beginning of the NFL 2023 season. All right, before I get to this list of risers and fallers, if you want a chance to win a signed A.J. Brown Philadelphia Eagles jersey, courtesy of bettingpros.com, your place to start betting smarter, not harder. You need to subscribe to the Fantasy Pros YouTube channel right now. Comment below on this video, and that's it. We'll be announcing a winner right here on the channel, so make sure you turn on notifications so you can be alerted when new episodes are up and to claim your prize. All right, first guy here on the list is Damian Pierce, RB20 in fantasy points per game last year. Now everybody is clued into the fact that I've been talking about for weeks. Damian Pierce will be the workhorse back in Houston this year. 13th in missed tackles forced per attempt last season, 10th in yards after contact per attempt. This man is a machine, and we are going to see another level to his game for a player that, look, in college, 23.7% of his snaps in the slot or out wide. We have not seen the ceiling as a receiver for Damian Pierce in the NFL, but this year it's coming. Next guy that is zooming up the ranks faster than we can keep up with, Darren Waller. I've been talking about Darren Waller's praises and been singing them all offseason. He deserves to be going up the ranks, and people need to chase the steam. For a player that showed no fall-off last year when he was on the field, 12th in yards per outrun, look, the offseason narratives and the camp narratives have come to fruition. The small sample we saw in the preseason, Daniel Jones was peppering him with targets religiously and that's what we're going to see in the regular season as long as darren waller and I, I get people are worried about it as long as he can stay healthy he will crush this year follow him up the draft boards and look to draft him early in round five next guy again somebody we've been talking about on the channel on the podcast everywhere james cook the explosive ability is there for James Cook, and we know he is inside of one of the best offenses in the NFL. That Damian Harris carry at the goal line in preseason was a gift. You shake Damian Harris's hand and you tell him thank you because what that's going to do is it's going to hold James Cook's ADP at a ceiling. He's only going to rise so far. Now he's going up the boards, but there's a cap to this. With that goal line carry for Damian Harris, people are going to say, they're going to talk themselves into, oh, well, you know, James Cook's not going to get the red zone work. He's not going to get the goal line work. It's one play, people. Are we going to dismiss the fact that over the last two preseason games, James Cook was their workhorse back? No, I'm not going to dismiss that at all. So thank you, Damian Harris. Let's thank him all right now as a collective and keep drafting James Cook. Staying on the offseason narrative train, we got to talk about the guy who's been the talk of Baltimore Ravens camp, Zay Flowers. Now, we know Zay Flowers was held back by bad quarterback play in college, still was able to garner a 93rd percentile college dominator, and now team with Lamar Jackson, he is going to be a playmaker from the word go 65 percent of his snaps on the perimeter zay flowers can win short intermediate and deep you need to draft him aggressively right now staying with wide receivers here investing in another good offense my guy sky Moore. now when sky Moore was on the field last year i get he burned people but everything out of camp has been fantastic He's going to be a starter from everything we've heard in camp in two wide receiver sets. He is not leaving the field. Maybe he kicks inside when they go three wide, but 
Skymore's a talented player, and I get that we saw a small snippet of it last year, but overall, amongst 119 wide receivers with at least 150 routes, Sky Moore last year, 7th in yak per reception, 10th in missed tackles force per reception. This guy is a talented playmaker, and now we're going to see him flourish in his second season. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All right, let's flip the script here. We talked about rankings risers. Let's get to the fallers here. Jonathan Taylor is the first guy that I got to bring up here. And this list is going to be a collection of contract problems and the walking wounded. Jonathan Taylor, look, we know he's going to be out for the first four games of the season. We have no clue what Jim Ursay is going to do because you just can't tell. I mean, this is the same guy that hired somebody off the street to coach the team last year. So all bets are off on what happens to Jonathan Taylor. I'm telling you to push him down the draft boards and look, ECR rankings are following suit with that. The front office was asking for Jalen Waddle in return in a trade for Jonathan Taylor. As absurd as that sounds, that's what's happening. We have no clue on whether Jonathan Taylor plays, he's out maybe the first four games, maybe he plays the rest of the season, maybe he sits out the whole season. We don't know, and that's why he's falling down the ranks, and I'm telling a lot of people, unless you're getting a massive discount on Jonathan Taylor, the fifth round, sixth round of your drafts, and I'm talking about 12-team leagues, I'm avoiding Jonathan Taylor right now. All right, talked about the walking wounded. The first guy we got to bring up here, unfortunately, is Cooper Cup. I have moved him outside of my top 12 overall players, so he is not a first-round player. The hamstring injury is real. Not only did he come down with that weeks ago, but now the re-aggravation. So it's doubtful. Probably don't see Cooper Cup in week one. Who knows if we even see him week two. So drop him in the ranks, and you need to avoid him. If you're going to be drafting wide receivers early, I would say go with the healthy guys, go with the talented guys, and avoid Cooper Cup. Okay, staying on the hammy issues, got to bring up Jerry Judy here. Hamstring problems. I mean, the, the timeline is still up in the air and muddy for Jerry Judy. Now, they didn't put him on the IR, so that's a good sign. But if you're out there and you're reading news and stuff and you're hearing what Adam Schefter is saying, we still don't know. Could be six weeks, could be eight weeks, could be less than four this timetable has a wide range of outcomes, and this is all to just say that, look, hamstring injuries are problematic. We saw what it did to Keenan Allen last year. We might be hopeful that Jerry Judy comes back before week four, but we have no clue. So you have to push him down the ranks. I'm not telling you to full avoid or full fade him in drafts, but draft him with caution. If you're going to draft him right now, make sure that you're insulated. Jerry Judy is not – you don't want him to be your wide receiver two in your teams. Wide receiver three with upside, okay. That's the part where we sit here and we're absorbing the risk and we're building it into the roster. Next guy we got to talk about here again, 
Injuries galore. Terry McLaurin injured his toe uh, in the second preseason game. And per team reports, well, Riverboat Ron, x-rays were negative, but the MRI was negative for the most part. Thanks, Ron. Appreciate the clarity there. With Terry McLaurin, again, wide range of outcomes. We don't know if we see him early in the season. If his toe injury lingers, it's going to affect his production. And this all leads us back to draft Jahan Dotson, and you probably have to draft him aggressively, and I'm totally with that. Terry McLaurin, the toe injury is scary, and right now, I'm staying away. Next guy we got to bring up here, Jamison Williams. Again, talking about the problematic hammies. Six-game suspension for this man, and I know everybody soured on him, and that's why he's dropped in the rankings. And the other part we got to talk about, while he's out for suspension, he cannot rehab the injury with the team doctors until week four. This is from Brad Holmes, the GM. Now, they have a plan in place for Jamison Williams, but for a prospect and a player that has not gotten much playing time, the team wanted to play him more in the preseason, get him reps, get him acclimated to the offense and a rapport with Jared Goff. The injury was worrisome. The six-game suspension lumped on top of that. If he falls far enough in your drafts, and I'm talking about maybe he goes half a round after ADP, Depending on what site you're drafting on, I'm willing to take the risk on Jamison Williams because a lot of the risk is already baked into his ADP. So take shots on him where it's prudent with your roster build. All right, last guy we got to talk about here is Brees Hall. And Brees, all the reports have been glowing out of camp. Everything's sounding wonderful, smelling like roses. The problem for Brees and why he's dropped in the rankings, considering he was like an RB1, now you're seeing him getting drafted in the RB2 range, is because of the signing of Dalvin Cook. So Brees has done no wrong here. And Brees has no injuries that we know of outside of coming back from the ACL. So we're tempering expectations. And now with Dalvin Cook being the RB2 on this team, as opposed to Michael Carter, it's worrisome. Because Dalvin Cook, while he might not be elite, all-world, prime Dalvin Cook, this is still Dalvin Cook we're discussing here. So he's going to get work. He's probably not going to play on the passing downs over Brees Hall. So maybe that's where Brees makes his hay. Maybe he's the passing down back to open the season. They're going to limit his volume and ramp him up slow. I'm still willing to draft Brees Hall as an RB2 because once he hits the ground running, he still has RB1 upside for this season as the Aaron Jones compliment to Dalvin Cook in this offense. All right, everyone, before I get up out of here, Remember, if you want a chance to win a signed A.J. Brown Philadelphia Eagles jersey, courtesy of bettingpros.com, all you have to do is subscribe to the Fantasy Pros YouTube channel right now. Comment below on this video. That's it, people. We will be announcing a winner right here on the channel, so turn on notifications so you can claim your prize. Everybody, draft season is here. Week one is right around the corner. Happy drafting and enjoy holiday weekend. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Pros Football Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fantasy Pros and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros.